Welcome in to episode 25 of College Sports Today here on WLRZ 99.3 FM. This is Hamilton Neal as always joining you this week. We thank you as well for taking the time also. Here on this week's show, as usual, we're going to be talking a lot with Lenore Ryan Sports. We'll talk LR baseball and softball news. We'll then go into men's and women's lacrosse news. The men's team on senior day taking down Lincoln Memorial. The women's team going past Catawba Wednesday. Again, we'll talk all about that coming up in a little bit with LR men's and women's lacrosse. In segment number two, we're going to be talking all things college basketball as we have some huge coaching news on the men's side. Villanova's Jay Wright retiring after 21 seasons. On the women's side of things, Maryland head coach Brenda Fries has received a contract extension through the 2028-2029 season. Again, we're going to go into all the details with both of those stories coming up in our college basketball segment. But again, we're going to start with LR News and the LR baseball team. Following up a win over number 3 North Greenville, the 22nd ranked LR baseball team fell apart in the late innings and lost 18-5 to Queens on Tuesday afternoon in Charlotte. Queens scored 14 runs combined in the 7th and 8th innings to win comfortably. The Bears jumped in front 2-0 after RBIs from Nick Clarno and Anthony Perino in the first inning. A two-run home run for Queens tied the game in the second. The Bears then played long ball themselves in the 4th and 5th innings with Wade Kuda hitting his team-high 14th home run in the 4th. Then Perino hit his 10th of the year in the 5th, a solo shot. The Bears were then up 5-2 at that point. A second two-run blast from MJ Sessipan in the 6th made it 5-4. Two more home runs and several other extra base hits for Queens in the final frames pulled them away, again with the final score 18-5. Lauren Rakes threw a one-hit complete game shutout in Game 1 at Wingate on Wednesday afternoon. Rakes only allowed a leadoff single in the fifth as the junior struck out 13 Bulldogs in the win. Julia Mardigan doubled in Savannah Moorfield in the first inning to give Rakes the only run that she needed. Wingate recovered in Game 2 to earn a split on the day with a 15-4 win in the nightcap. On this date in LR history, the Bears defeated Wingate 2-0 in eight innings to advance to the 2013 South Atlantic Conference Tournament in the finals. Moorfield had two hits and is nine hits away from becoming the all-time hit leader in Bears history. Kylie Leonhardt's next double will be number 50 for her career. Only seven other players have ever hit 50 doubles in a career. The Bears pitching staff is three strikeouts shy of 400 on the season, which would be the fourth team to hit that mark. The Bears will conclude their regular season with a doubleheader against Carson Newman on Saturday. First pitch is scheduled for 2 p.m. The Lenoran men's lacrosse team celebrated Senior Day before drubbing Lincoln Memorial 22-3 at Moret Stadium on Saturday afternoon. Prior to the game, LR celebrated its nine seniors who improved their cumulative record to 40-14 and 14 overall since the start of the 2019 season. LR finishes the regular season with an 8-1 mark at home. Over the past three years, LR is 23-2 at Moret Stadium. The Bears can capture a second straight South Atlantic Conference regular season title with a win over Marcel Saturday. The Bears would be co-champions with Limestone, who each have one loss in league play. LR is a perfect 7-0 all-time against Lincoln Memorial and have won the past two by a combined score of 40-9. LMU remains the only team in program history that has LR shut out. The Bears beat LMU 8-0 on February 28, 2015. The 19-goal margin of victory is the biggest blowout in series history. LR will return to action Saturday in the regular season finale at Mars Hill. Game will start at 4 p.m. And the Lenoran women's lacrosse team earned a crucial late-season victory at Catawba back Wednesday night. 
the Bears move past Catawba in the league standings with the win and control their own destiny in locking up the number four seed and a home game in the South Atlantic Conference tournament next week. LR moves to 10-1 all-time against Catawba and 6-0 all-time at Stratford Stadium. The Bears now sit in a tie for fourth place in the sack but hold the tiebreaker over Lincoln Memorial thanks to Saturday's win over the rail splitters. A win over Mars Hill on Saturday secures the number four seed in the South Atlantic Conference tournament. Each of the top four seeds hosts a sack quarterfinal game on Tuesday night. Susie Smith had two goals on the game to give her 82 on her career. That ranks 10th in program history. Isabel Dunham already owns the single-season record for cause turnovers, and her four more in this game give her 42 on the year. The Bears will finish up the regular season on Saturday with a road trip to Mars Hill. Again, LR women's lacrosse this season, they've had some inconsistent stretches, to say the least. They've had some ups, they've had some downs. And this year has not been what they've expected quite, just from a win-loss standpoint. But all you can ask for at this point in the season is to get a top four seed in the South Atlantic Conference Tournament and to host a game. And again, those quarterfinal games are on Tuesday night. And for LR, again, as up and down as they've been, they're still in position to be a top four seed here. And with the talent that this team has and the confidence that they're feeling, if they get that number four seed, they could be extremely dangerous. You look at Chloe Christensen, Susie Smith, those two had two goals apiece. JoLynn Moore actually led them with three goals. Ellie Campbell had two as well. And again, it's a team that just has confidence right now. And that's something that we talked about with some of these other LR teams, like the men's lacrosse team, 22-3 win against Lincoln Memorial on senior day. I mean, no better way to send the seniors out than with that kind of win against Lincoln Memorial. And again, 40-14 and 14 since the start of 2019. These seniors, everybody on this team has contributed so much over the last couple of years. But the senior class has really set a standard here. They're an integral part of going to the national championship game in 2021. And here in 2022, they started with very lofty expectations as the number two team in the country in men's lacrosse in Division Two, And... Obviously, this season, they've taken some losses, you know, to Tampa, to UND, etc. But overall, they've had an incredible season. And again, they're going to finish against Mars Hill on Saturday at 4 p.m. And it's going to be a great opportunity to just continue to build that momentum going into the South Atlantic Conference Tournament. And again, they can capture a second straight sack regular season title with the win over Mars Hill. Now, it wouldn't be an outright championship in the regular season. They would be co-champions with Limestone. Because Limestone, like LR, again, as I mentioned, they only have one loss in league play. So LR and Limestone would be co-champions in men's lacrosse. And uh, the baseball and softball teams. I mean, what can you say about what these teams are doing right now? LR baseball, number 22 in the country. And uh, again, they took the loss there to Queens on Tuesday. But prior to that, they had a huge win against number three, North Greenville. One of the best teams in the country. And here in this game, it just just wasn't happening for them. Queens scored 14 runs in the 7th and 8th innings. You just can't have that if you want to win the game. Uh, again, this this LR team has won like almost 40 games this season. So, yes, they have a loss here or there, but it's not a huge deal in the big picture. Again, they have a home series against Lincoln Memorial to finish up their regular season. The softball team going to conclude against Carson Newman, doubleheader on Saturday. And the game that we talked about, or the two games, in fact, that we talked about against Wingate, one was a win, one was a loss. They split there. Uh, Lauren Rakes has just had an incredible season. One hit complete game shutout in game one. And in game two, they struggled a little bit. Uh, again, it was 15-4, to big win there for Wingate. But if you can at least split a series, you know, you feel good going back home. 
And going in against Carson Newman, we expect them to finish strong. They've been one of the best teams in the conference all season. And they haven't been like on the national radar as far as like being nationally ranked every week like the baseball team has. But this team has been so good, so consistent all season as well. So that's just some of what's going on here at Lenore Ryan. Again, baseball, softball, men's, women's, lacrosse. That's the main stuff that we're talking about right now with the Bears. And those are the four main teams that we're going to be tracking going into the South Atlantic Conference Tournament. So by the time we hit next week's show, we're going to be talking about all of that stuff. Again, with the men's, women's sack tournaments for men's, women's lacrosse for baseball and softball. So a lot of good stuff happening here at LR right now. That will finish up segment number one. Going into segment number two, we'll be talking all things college basketball with some very pivotal coaching news. The Lenovo legend Jay Wright announcing his retirement after 21 seasons. Maryland's Brenda Fries getting a contract extension through the 2028-2029 season. That's on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to College Sports Today on WLRZ 99.3 FM. back into college sports today episode 25 again going into segment number two now we're going to be talking all things college basketball and we're talking coaching news here tonight we're going to talk some big men's basketball coaching news with jay wright retiring after 21 seasons as head coach at villanova and we're going to talk some women's coaching news as well as maryland's brenda freeze has got a new contract extension but again let's start with the really really big headline again hall of fame coach jay wright retiring after 21 seasons as the men's basketball head coach at Villanova. It's a shocking move that comes just weeks after he led the Wildcats to another Final Four. Villanova said Wednesday night that Wright will take a new role as a special assistant to the university's president. Fordham's Kyle Neptune, who spent 10 years under Wright as a video coordinator and assistant coach, will take over as Villanova's new head coach. Neptune, who's 37 years old, has been the head coach at Fordham for one season. He led the Rams to a 16-16 campaign, a 14-win improvement on their 2020-2021 season. Neptune served as video coordinator from 2008 to 2010 and returned as an assistant coach under Wright from 2013 to 2020. Wright had been the Wildcats head coach since 2001. He won two national championships in 2016 and 2018 and made four Final Four appearances. He was named Naismith Coach of the Year in 2006 and 2016 and was inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame in 2021. Wright went 520 and 197 during his 21 seasons with the Wildcats, winning at least 30 games on six occasions, the sixth most 31 seasons in men's Division I history. He won eight Big East regular season titles and five Big East Conference Tournament championships. Before taking over at Villanova, he was the head coach at Hofstra for seven seasons, winning two America East championships and making two NCAA tournament appearances. Again, this all came out just over the past couple of days here. Jay Wright stepping down at Villanova at 60 years of age. And like I said at the top, a shocking move. Just from the standpoint of, you know, he has this program rolling. They just went to another Final Four, you know, that close to another championship. And, you know, we we looked at this program in the outlook and the roster breakdown and everything, and you see, hey, they could be a contender for years to come because they're doing strong recruiting. And the culture there, 
that Jay Wright has built at Villanova, I mean, guys want to go in and play for him as a coach. They want to be a part of that culture, and that's why they've been so successful. They haven't got the one-and-done recruits over the years. You know, the Jason Tatums, the Zion Williamsons, you know, the Marvin Bagleys of the world. But that's okay because they have that homegrown talent, and it's those guys that have proven they can win championships. That's how you do it. That's the blueprint. You look at a lot of the teams that have won national championships over the last five or six years, the thing that they've had in common is experience. Villanova in 2016, North Carolina in 2017, Villanova again in 2018, Virginia in 2019, uh, Baylor in 2021, and here in 2022, the Kansas Jayhawks. All of those teams had experienced players, whether that be transfers, guys that have been in the program and have gotten developed and have gotten better over time. It's not the one-and-done model. Jay Wright, I think, was the guy that showed you can win a national championship without having five of the top 10 players in the country as freshmen. He showed that you can win it a different way. And that's how it's done now. Those are the teams that have won it, the teams that have the experience. And Villanova was that first team to really do that after the Duke Blue Devils won in 2015 with their freshman squad. Villanova came back the next year and they won a national championship with a completely different style of roster, with a completely different style of play, and just with experience. And that culture, again, I keep going back to that, the culture at Villanova of, you know, team first, you know, player friendly, all of those things. And I've said this before, you know, if I was a recruit and I was being recruited by Villanova and if Jay Wright was telling me to come play for his program, I would really consider it just because of all of those factors. You know, team first, you're going to get developed. You're going to be in a healthy environment, you know, especially compared to other programs in college basketball where we've seen it can be toxic. And we've seen, you know, it's, it's just not the best situation. Jay Wright always did things the right way. And he always had a first-class program there at Villanova. And Jay Wright did it for a long time. Remember, 21 years is a long time. You know, we look at what Coach K did at Duke for 40 years. And we think, yeah, that was a heck of a long time. And you see Jay Wright only coaching at Villanova for 20 years. Yeah, that's a, that's a long time, too. Is there a difference between 20 and 40? Absolutely. But if you're in one place for 21 years, you're doing something right. And you're doing a great job. And he's going out on his own terms. He feels at peace with the decision. He feels like he accomplished what he could at Villanova. And they definitely could have done more had he stayed on. But, you know, he felt like, I'm satisfied with the results. And what my career and what my coaching career was. And now that he's going to be out of coaching, he's looking to go into TV. And he's expected to be one of the most pursued names on TV, like as far as a basketball analyst goes, I'm sure all the major networks are going to be going after him because his savvy and just his charisma, his personality, it definitely fits what the basketball analyst is on television right now. And his smarts, just his basketball IQ. I've always been a huge fan of Jay Wright and have so much respect for that Villanova program. And they're in great hands with Kyle Neptune because just like with John Shire at Duke, He's a young guy taking over. Kyle Neptune, at 37 years of age, is a young guy taking over who knows everything about Villanova basketball inside and out. Was the video coordinator for a couple of years. We mentioned he was a longtime assistant from 2013 to 2020 and went on to take his own head coaching job at Fordham. And you look at that 16 and 16 record and you say, wait a second, you know, 16 and 16, that's not that great. 
well, it was pretty great, considering it was a 14-win improvement on their 2020-2021 season. So again, overall, Kyle Neptune is a great fit for this Villanova program. And Jay Wright was the one who said, you know what? This guy is the right guy. This is the guy that's going to carry the program forward, adapt to the changes in collegiate basketball, and continue to have this program at the top. And again, just like with Shire at Duke, with Neptune here at Villanova, I absolutely feel like both of these teams are going to continue to be at the top of the sport, despite losing their previous legendary head coaches. So again, Jay Wright retiring after 21 seasons at Villanova. So we go from one of the greatest men's coaches of all time retiring to one of the best women's coaches of the last 20 years or so, getting a new contract extension, continuing to coach her current team. And that's Marilyn's Brenda Fries. She has received a contract extension through the 2028-2029 season per release. Fries was hired at Maryland in 2002 and has sustained remarkable success throughout her 20 years in College Park. This deal locks her down for an additional seven seasons. The future Hall of Fame head coach will receive over $1 million in supplemental annual income, which will increase by $100,000 each year, beginning with the May 1st, 2023 to April 3rd, 2024 calendar year. This is in addition to her $660,000 annual base salary, meaning she will earn $1.7 million per year from her new contract. If she is still serving as the head coach as of May 2nd, 2024, she will receive a longevity payment worth $350,000. She will receive the same payment again if she maintains the job as of May 2nd, 2027. All information regarding her extension was obtained via a Maryland public information request. Fries won a national championship in 2006 and has been to three Final Fours, six Elite Eights, and ten Sweet Sixteens. She has been awarded the AP National Coach of the Year Award twice. Since Maryland joined the Big Ten in 2014, Fries' teams have dominated the conference, winning six of eight league championships. And again, you know, this is one of the things that we talk about with Maryland women's basketball all the time. They have great regular season success. They are one of the best teams in the country every single year when it comes to Big Ten Conference Tournament, you know, winning 25, 30 games. But once they get into the NCAA Tournament, the results aren't quite the same. They just don't look like the same team once they get into the tournament. And it's just over the last five, six years, it just hasn't been good enough in the postseason. Uh, again, it has nothing to do with Brenda Fries as a coach. I think the way that she runs her program in um, how there's kind of a lack of freedom for players. I think that's an issue that some players have cited in the past and why they've transferred. And there have been a lot of players to transfer out of this program that came in as top recruits. And you always ask every offseason, what's going on there in Maryland? They got it running so well there. They have a future Hall of Fame head coach. They're one of the biggest brand names in the sport. And why is this happening to them consistently? Uh, Again, it's just some of that internal stuff, some stuff inside the program that I can't see that you can't see. But something's going on that maybe down the stretch in the season, it feels like they're kind of coasting, feels like they're kind of relaxing a little bit. And maybe as a result of that, players want to be challenged a little bit more. They want to go to programs that are going to push them a little bit more. Not saying that that doesn't happen in Maryland, but that's just the kind of the perception that I get. Despite that, they're doing some really good recruiting right now. They're bringing in Brianna McDaniel and Gia Cook, two players that were committed to Texas A&M. They backed off of their pledges to A&M because Gary Blair is retiring there, and they got Abby Myers to commit, transfer from Princeton. One of the most sought-after transfers in the portal was being contacted by North Carolina, was being contacted by UConn but ends up choosing Maryland. So they bring in some new transfers, they bring in some new recruits, but going out 
Ashley Owusu, highly touted 2019 five-star guard. Angel Reese, the second-ranked player in the class of 2020, also heading out. The first player since the 70s to average a double-double for Maryland. Those are some very, very huge losses. And they lost some players to the WNBA as well, including Katie Benson. But I like where this program is at right now, just from the standpoint of recruiting and bringing players in. But the bottom line is they have to keep them. Because Maryland's not going to win a championship unless they can keep the core around for a long time. If they can have the, this roster turnover get a little bit more consistent as far as like keeping players around. It's changing every single year. It seems like Maryland's the team programs that you that really want to idolize. Now, the 2021 offseason wasn't that bad for them because they kept their transfers around and they kept a lot of the top recruits around. But this has been another season of change for Maryland women's basketball. And despite that, though, they have one of the best programs with one of the best head coaches and a deserved contract extension, very much so for Brenda Fries. again, extended through the 2028-2029 season. So that's all we got today with college basketball. Again, Jay Wright announcing a shocking retirement after 21 seasons at Villanova. Brenda Fries getting a contract extension at Maryland. At the top of the show in our first segment, we talked LR baseball, softball, men's and women's lacrosse. It has been another packed episode here at College Sports Today. And this has been our 25th installment. As always, we have enjoyed bringing it to you. And as usual, we want to give a special thanks to everybody at Lenoran University, the College of Fine Arts and Communications, and WLRZ 99.3 FM. This is Hamilton Neal signing off. I'll see you on the next show. Thank you for listening. Thank you.